It seems like everything is pointing to the Minnesota Wild making a big decision this offseason on whether they keep Kevin Fiala or Matt Dumba. We debate the pros and cons of keeping each player today on Lockdown Wild. You're Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder... Locked on Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we debate the pros and cons of keeping both Kevin Fiala and Matt Dumba and uh, try to figure out which way is the right way for the Minnesota Wild to go in that discussion. My name is Seth Topal, host of Locked on Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer with over a decade's worth of experience covering your favorite Minnesota teams through their highs and lows. And happy to be along with you for what should be a uh, interesting episode of Lockdown Wild today here for your Wednesday, as uh, we've teased this debate for the uh, last few days, and it's finally time to set the record straight as to if Bill Guerin should trade Matt Dumba or let Kevin Fiala be dealt to try to free up some cap space uh, as this team moves throughout the next couple of years with the Zach Parise Ryan Suter buyouts. We don't need a whole lot of introduction to uh, to set this up because we kind of have done this for the last couple of days, but it feels like the team is moving towards a decision on keeping one or the other uh, with uh, some difficult decisions looming. All these extensions have kind of helped get us to this singular point as to uh, where we either take the right side of the fork in the road and stick with the offense and keep Kevin Fiala or the left side and uh, stick with Matt Dumba and the defense. And so we're going to start by uh, debating some of the merits of keeping Matt Dumba on the roster. We'll move to Kevin Fiala, and then we will hand our verdict out after that. So starting with Matt Dumba, obviously a lot of the reason that you want to keep him on the roster uh, stems to some of the things that he contributes off the ice and just in the overall structure of the team. Obviously, one of the alternate captains for a reason. Uh, He is a uh, trusted voice in the locker room. He uh, obviously has so much that he has done uh, throughout the the state of Minnesota and throughout the hockey world in general, fighting uh, against racism and... uh, and other social issues, he has become a uh, a very important voice in all of those endeavors. And so that, first and foremost, is a huge contribution to, uh, to what Matt Dumba brings to this team. Um, because, you know, as we've talked about throughout the course of this season, team chemistry has become a vital part of uh, what is driving this team's success. And Matt Dumba is one of the guys that has kind of architected that as an alternate captain for this team. So first and foremost, all of that is difficult to replace with this group, with this locker room. That 
plays huge into what Matt Dumba brings to this team. Also, look at some of the numbers that he brings to the team as well. Um, after uh, a couple of what we would deem down seasons offensively, uh, he is uh, on pace for the uh, most amount of goals that he's had since 2018-2019, on pace for eight goals. And uh, for a team that prides itself in defensemen that can help drive the action and can help push the puck towards the net, guys that can uh, fire off shots from the uh, the top of the zone, can help kind of uh, move the action on the power play. Uh, he, uh, he certainly helps with all of those things. And, uh, you know, he hasn't gotten to this point for nothing. Uh, he, he has been a very productive player for the Minnesota Wild, has had a, a nice sustained career with over 500 games played at the NHL level, and uh, is, is another guy that, uh, that enforces the physicality and asserts the physicality on the ice much like Marcus Foligno does um, for the Wild as well. And so he is one of the guys that helps kind of establish the tone that the Wild try to set on a nightly basis as well. And so, yes, you would have to look, you'd have to look at the numerical uh, numbers and stats that he brings to the ice, but a lot of the other factors uh, that you just, you can't really put a statistic on uh, are what Dumba brings to this team. Some of those intangible things, leadership qualities that he brings to the team as well. That stuff is all going to be tough, would be tough to replace if uh, Dumba is indeed the one that is traded. Now to the cons, or the pros, I guess. Should have thought about which way we were going to go for this when we started. The, I guess, so that would have been the cons of trading Matt Dumba. The pros of trading Matt Dumba is obviously, first and foremost, the cap relief. So if you trade Matt Dumba, that's $6 million off of your books for next year. And I don't know, in a trade, if the team acquiring him would take on all of that salary, but any amount of that number would be off your books next season, which with the Wilds starting to uh, get up against the cap with the Parisi suitor buyouts, that would certainly be helpful and allow them the flexibility to sign some others. So cap relief, a pro of a Matt Dumba trade. And I think the biggest one is that you have a player waiting and ready in Iowa that offers a comparable skill set. Kalen Addison comes up. He uh, he is a player that is more offensively inclined on defense. He can help push the action. He can certainly help out on the power play. And so you look at a spot, a key in these types of situations with trades. Do you have somebody in the system that can come up and fill in? And I think... One of the pros to a Matt Dumba trade is that Kalen Addison is as ready as you'll get to come up and fill that spot. So, yes, you would be losing a lot of intangible and leadership qualities in a Matt Dumba trade. And I know a lot of people like to point to 
uh, turnovers as a driving factor in this. And, you know, I, I can't, I can't deny that, uh, that Dumba is responsible for, for turnovers. I just, I think the number is inflated, uh, compared to what he actually does because of the times that they happen. And it's like when you get a call from a spam number, it's super annoying. And any time then that you get a spam call after that, if you're in the company of somebody else, you're going to look at your phone and you're going to say, it's the 15th spam call that I've gotten today. Well, is it really 15 or is it more like two or three? It just seems way more annoying because of when it's happening. So turnovers are a factor, but I'm not going to put them up near the top of the list so much as salary cap relief and a player waiting in the system that could come up and fill that spot. Those are the pros for me to a Matt Dumba trade. The cons, obviously, lost uh, intangibles on and off the ice in the leadership and uh, just the veteran experience and some of the things that he's been able to do production-wise throughout the course of his career. I don't think that would be something that you could just simply pull out of the lineup without feeling it a little bit, at least uh, until Kalen gets a little more established at the NHL level. So that's the case for Matt Dumba. We are going to now move to the case for Kevin Fiala in the Dumba-Fiala trade debate. That is next here on Locked on Wild. It is 2022, and that means New Year's resolutions are in full swing. And if your New Year's resolution involves eating a little better or looking a little bit better, may I present to you Built Bar to help you get there. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. I'm going to double down. It tastes even better than a candy bar. Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, and most contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to your favorite candy bar, and the numbers are much higher, with right around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. So if you're looking to eat right, take all of those spots you've got candy bars stashed away, give them to a friend, don't throw them away, I can't advocate throwing candy away, and fill those spots with Built Bar. And I guarantee your 2022 will be off to a much better start than before. And if you head to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild, and again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. Locked on Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. So we made the case, both the pros and cons of a Matt Dumba trade. It's now time for the Kevin Fiala side of the argument. And for Fiala, the pros of a Kevin Fiala trade, I'm going to start with those. So obviously one of the big things in the career of Kevin Fiala is the waves, the peaks and valleys of the Kevin Fiala scoring experience. Obviously, he has plenty of stretches 
where he is a dynamic scorer that can put a team on his back and he can uh, he can win you games by himself. He's shown that he um, had the stretch with the uh, the bubble where he single-handedly uh, got the team into the playoffs down the stretch. And um, after play was resumed, he was integral in that team getting to the playoffs. He's had multiple stretches where he can put six or seven goals together in like a six-goal span. So obviously with those stretches, he has the stretches where he has gone quiet. And it took him a while to get going this year from a scoring perspective. Still plays hard on the ice, still skates around and, and contributes to uh, to the wins. But uh, it took him a while to get going uh, from a goal-scoring perspective here this season. So that is certainly something that I'm sure the Wild are keeping an eye on. Obviously, his play as of late has uh, has helped quiet some of those concerns. But, um, you know, that that is, I think, a big factor in why we have not seen a Kevin Fiala extension as of yet is because you know you're you're buttering one side of the bread on uh, on the piece of toast that is the Kevin Fiala experience as opposed to spreading that butter more evenly throughout the entire slice. You've got half that has butter on it, the other half that doesn't. So that's certainly a big concern for the Wilds. Um, Obviously, another concern is that he has the tendency to uh, to take penalties. He had the game uh, earlier this season where he took three penalties in like a four-minute span of his time on ice, and this led to Dean Evason kind of calling him out a little bit. Now, on the con side of a Fiala trade, he certainly responds well to uh, to being called out by coaches and getting that friendly little nudge from Dean Evason. So propensity to take penalties would be a pro to a uh, Kevin Fiala trade. Uh, another worry, I think, and I don't know if this is necessarily be the case for Kevin or not, we see so often after athletes sign big extensions with teams is they tend to get a little comfortable uh, to where their production slips a little bit, and they tend to overperform in free agency situations so that they can maximize their uh, their dollars on the free agent market. I don't know if that would be a worry for Fiala or not. That's more of a Bill Guerin question and a Dean Evason evaluation question when we get to the offseason, but it's something that cer- certainly popped into my head when putting these these factors together. That, uh, that way for both players. So those are some of the pros of a Kevin Fiala trade. Now, on the cons side, you have a player who is 25 years old and has been in the league for a long time. So Fiala has some good years ahead of him. He has been playing for a very long time already, but he still has very productive seasons in front of him which mean that you know you're getting a guy who is probably entering into or has already been in his prime. There's there are reasons to suggest that he may not have hit his prime as of yet. And so 
we may not have seen the full Kevin Fiala scoring experience yet, uh, which leads you to believe if you sign him to a long-term extension, he could very well end up outperforming it, uh, much like Kirill Kaprizov has through the start of his most recent contract extension. So there's a possibility that Fiala ends up overperforming um, and going on one of those dynamic scoring runs that we know he's capable of. His play has picked up considerably because now he has a solid line mate with him in Matt Boldy. So that is another con of a Kevin Fiala trade is that you'd be breaking up what has been your second best or maybe even your best at this point in the season line combination in Fiala and Boldy. So that is another factor to uh, to keep in mind with Fiala. Uh, I touched on the fact that he responds well to coaching, to nudges from Dean Evason. Um, the game when he got benched, when he took those three penalties, uh, and he talked to Dean about it late in the game and said, you know, I understand why I have not been uh, contributing to the team here tonight. I understand if you want to bench me the rest of the game. But uh, I'd like the opportunity to come back in and try to help the team win. Ended up scoring one of the shootout goals and assisted on the game-tying goal. I forget the opponent that game was against. But he assisted on the game-tying goal and he scored in the shootout. That's Kevin Fiala is very good at responding to messages from Dean Evason and the coaching staff. So he that shows that he is receptive to coaching, which is a very good trait for a player to have. So that would be a con of a Kevin Fiala trade is that you're losing that from your team. He also has been getting much better to the point where he can actually be utilized on the penalty kill and has been uh, showing some defense as well. So adding that to his arsenal as well. So you would be uh, losing out on a guy who is starting to show a little bit, obviously not to the Jewel Erickson Eck level, but starting to show a little bit of um, of defense to his game. And so he is uh, he's showing that he could be even more valuable to this team um, in the future. You'd be losing out on that. And, um, you know, just I think at this point, um, and we'll talk about this more in the closing arguments portion of this. We're, we're presenting it like a like a, a legal case with arguments to both sides, and then you get your closing arguments. But you know, it just it in looking at who you would replace him with in the AHL. I mean, you've got Adam Beckman, um, who will I would imagine factor in on this team next year, but. You've already got Brandon Duhame up here. You've already got Connor Dewar up here. Those two guys will be up next year for the entire season. So Beckman coming in to fill one of the roster spots. Beckman is, as of not as of now, not a Kevin Fiala-type player. So you're going to be losing some scoring if you fill that roster spot with Adam Beckman. And again, that's not a slight on on Adam at all. I, I think he's a great player, and you know have uh, have enjoyed getting the chance to talk to him a couple of times. I think he's got a great future ahead of him. He just is not at the Kevin Fiala level at this point, which is is totally fine. 
he wouldn't be asked to uh, to fill those shoes, but he would be filling that roster spot. And so you're losing that scoring. You break up that line combo. And so you go into next year weaker right off the bat. No, Marco Rossi will factor into the uh, roster equation as well. But I would like to see him be the center for those two next year to try to make that line even better somehow. And you can't do that if Kevin Fiala is not part of the mix next season. So some of the pros to a Fiala trade are um, inconsistent performance and uh, his propensity to take penalties uh, throughout the course of the game. That can kind of stack up, and you know he has those cold stretches. And if he signs a, a deal, maybe he ends up being one of those players that kind of gets comfortable and sees his production slip. The cons to a Kevin Fiala trade, the Matt Boldy connection, his receptability, I don't know if that's a word, his receptiveness to coaching is a huge trait that plays well um, for what this team is trying to do. Also, his emergence as an option on the penalty kill and just on de- on defense in general. And the fact that he's 25 years old. He is definitely a player that you can use as a building block if you believe in him to uh, to be able to continue what he has done so far. So... A lot of cons to a Fiala trade. And, you know, when I started to kind of rattle these options around in my head uh, in the early part of the season, there definitely were a lot more pros to a Kevin Fiala trade than there are now. So interesting to see how that's flipped here over the uh, the last few weeks. But I think it's time for us to make our closing arguments and to come up with a final verdict as to uh, which way Lockdown Wild leans in the Kevin Fiala-Matt Dumba trade scenario. Uh, We will finish things up for today's episode of Lockdown Wild after this. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the playoffs right to the big game in a couple of weeks. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, the NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live, real-time updates of current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new, amazing offers available for the 2022 season. It's all at BetOnline.net where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. All show long, you've been hearing us make arguments both for and against trades of Matt Dumba and trades of Kevin Fiala. And now it's time to put together the final reasoning as to uh, which way the, uh, the Wild should lean when they get to that point in the offseason. And I'm just going to lay it out like this. I think at this point, Matt Dumba makes more sense to trade uh, for the Minnesota Wilds heading into the offseason. And it comes down to a variety of factors. Kalen Addison being ready to step in and fill that spot right now 
and uh, a player that can give you comparable things to uh, what Dumba contributes to the lineup. Uh, salary cap relief to the tune of, of up to $6 million, depending on how much salary the Wild were asked to retain, or if you ended up being able to trade him to a team that just said, we'll just take the whole thing. Uh, so up to $6 million in salary cap relief. Um, that That's really the only way that I can see Kalen Addison getting into the lineup in a role that suits him outside of allowing Alex Goligoski to walk. And at that point then, with the Parisian suitor buyouts, you have... Seven million ish tied to Jared Spurgeon, Jonas Brodeen, and six million tied to Matt Dumba. That's a lot of money to tie to a decor and not have your offense struggle. If you alleviate a little bit of funds from the decor and Look at that core, you know, what we've seen this year from Dmitry Kulikov and John Merrill, who have had good stretches uh, throughout the season and have looked like really good signings for uh, for Bill Guerin to the point that John Merrill had an extension. Kulikov was signed to a multi-year deal coming into this season. So you have five spots already locked up unless... Matt Dumba is traded. You have Spurgeon, Brodeen, Merrill, Kulikov, and Dumba. So it's either going to be Alex Goligoski or Kalen Addison. And if Kalen Addison is not with the Wilds next year, I really don't know what you do or how you can justify keeping him down in Iowa considering the fact that he has filled in so much already uh, for this team when uh, when injuries have hit the decor. I, I think you got to find a way to get him into the lineup, and uh, a Matt Dumba trade does that because I, I don't see the Wilds trying to entertain trade offers for Jonas Brodeen or Jared Spurgeon. Uh, so it makes sense that Dumba is the one to go. I just I can't make a compelling argument anymore to break up the chemistry that we've seen with Matt Boldy and Kevin Fiala. Uh, those guys just feed off of each other in a similar manner to what Kirill Kaprizov and Matt Zuccarello do. And with where things are at with the Colorado Avalanche, in order to keep pace with them, the Wild have to up the ante on offense to, uh, to try to keep up with the Avs when they go toe-to-toe. If you go toe-to-toe with them in the playoffs, as we saw with the Vegas Golden Knights, you have to have more than one line that is capable of scoring and capable of doing so dynamically. The Golden Knights just keyed in on Kirill Kaprizov, and that pretty much shut the rest of the offense down. If you have the Kaprizov line, rolling into the playoffs. If you have the Fiala line rolling into the playoffs, that gives this team a level of danger that makes them a real concern for their opponents 
in how do you defend this team? How do you guard these guys? Who do you pick to guard? And so I, I think after being on the dumb side of this argument when the season started, just with the way that uh, that this whole thing kind of played out with uh, with Kevin Fiala going to arbitration, it just seemed to me like it was a foregone conclusion that Fiala was going to be gone. And he could very well have been until Matt Boldy got the call to uh, to come up and to uh, to play on that line with Kevin Fiala because once that combo happened, everything flipped. Everything changed. And so, Lockdown Wilds pains us to do so. Lockdown Wild is on the Matt Dumba side of this trade argument because it's easier in-house to replace him than it would be if you lose Kevin Fiala. So make the call, General Manager Bill Guerin, and uh, see what you can get in return over the uh, the salary cap relief that it would bring. So that is going to wrap it up for today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, uh, thank you to everybody that tunes in on a daily basis. We enjoy doing these shows so much, and we'll continue to bring you great content all throughout the week, all throughout the rest of the season. And now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure you head over to the Locked On NHL podcast, Locked On Experts, covering the biggest stories around the NHL every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. Locked On NHL is free and available on all podcast platforms. Just like Locked On Wild, we are free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. So make sure to check things out. Uh, whenever you want to listen, wherever you listen, we are keeping you as up-to-date as possible on all things Minnesota Wild so that if a puck drops in the state of hockey, Locked on Wild has you covered with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Podcast Network.